0: Money FM 89.3, best of prime time.
1: Money FM 89.3, welcome back to Sustainable Singapore with me, Rianne Lovell Boland. Now, the world's attention is on the climate crisis with the start of COP26 talks in Glasgow. And global leaders and heads of companies from over 200 countries are coming together to tackle the key environmental issues. But how can decarbonisation roadmaps actually be followed? Well, smart technologies company Watzilla is advocating action and with its experts arguing that governments and power companies need to put flexible systems in place now, as this is the only way that net zero and decarbonisation will be possible by 2050. Joining me on the line to share more about how they aim to support achievable actions now for a net zero future is Nicholas Leong, Energy Business Director, North and Southeast Asia at Wartzilla. Thank you so much for joining me.
0: Thank you, Rian. Thank you for having us.
1: For those who are a little bit maybe unfamiliar with Wartzilla, can you share more about the work that you do?
0: So Watsila is a 187 years old technology company from Finland. And throughout all those years, we have accumulated a deep understanding of the energy transition and power system, and as a result, we can help our customers to find their optimal and most efficient path towards a 100% renewable future while future-proofing their power system. So exactly what, what Solar do, we actually offer a wide range of uh, portfolio to our customers, such as flexible power plant, we and in a storage. All of this is actually backed up with a strong worldwide service network and our solution enable our customers to increasingly add renewable to their power system in a reliable and secure way while reducing emission real.
1: That's great. Thank you so much for the context. And I want to touch a bit more about the smart technologies which Watzilla actually provide because you work very closely with the marine and energy markets. So could you share a bit more about how the technologies help these industries transition to emit less?
0: So actually right now we can see more and more renewable in the energy system, which is great. But however, with a lot of renewable, you have the issue of intermittency. And due to the high influx of renewable, the role of gas is changing from being a base load to a peaker or a balancer role. So now the question we need to ask ourselves is, what do we do when the sun doesn't shine? What do we do when the wind doesn't blow? And that's why flexibility is needed. And what Vatsala is helping our customers to do is actually to bring more flexibility to the system. To actually, That's how we can actually modernize the grid, to make it more flexible. And flexibility through formal balancing capacity and energy storage is for us one of the key enablers to achieve net zero, Rian.
1: And you mentioned just now about the fuel flexibility capabilities. Could you just elaborate a little bit more about what does this exactly mean? Could you break it down for us?
0: Yeah, sure, with pleasure. So our Vaxala Flexible Power Plant can now run on natural gas, biogas, synthetic methane, and blends of hydrogen. And for us, we are actively developing the combustion process so that we can allow the burning of 100% hydrogen and other future fuel or sustainable fuel, how we call it. For example, I can share with you that in Singapore, we are currently working with Keppel Offshore and Marine, where we are providing them with gas engine, who are actually capable of running already now on blends of LNG and hydrogen for their floating living lab project in Singapore. So that's what we mean by being fuel flexible.
1: Mm. Oh, OK. Thank you. That That's uh, a great explanation and very easy to understand. Now, in the headlines is the COP26 climate summit. It's happening in Glasgow. And we've already seen a few deals on deforestation and methane. But I just want to ask you, are you optimistic about what the summit might achieve?
0: Well, I think our view is that, personally, I see that there is it has been a very good start. We have seen a lot of countries that have stepped up and made their, their commitment to, to net zero. Uh, I mean, personally, I hope that they will stick to their promises and, like we say, walk the talk. Uh, and we at Watsala, we are very keen to have further discussion with those policymakers to help them in their system planning and studies in order to help them to, in these today's energy transition and tomorrow decarbonization. And actually, Rian, since you talk about COP26, we actually, Vaxala, prior to COP26 last week, we actually have launched a, a report, which we call it Throat Loading Net Zero. And, and this report we actually shows that actually it is viable for energy system to fully decarbonize before 2050. And that accelerating the shift to renewable power Coupled with flexibility will actually help uh, economies to strive. So really, this is like, should act as a wake-up call for world leaders that this is our last and actually our best chance to get all countries on the right track to carbon neutrality. Mm. The reason is because we have right now all the right technologies that we need to actually to shift rapidly to net zero. So actually it's vital for leaders, power producers to come together now to fraudload net zero this decade.
1: And you mentioned that Watzela is obviously working with Keppel here in Singapore, but speaking about governments, you know, are you working with governments around the world to, you know, help see this become the reality of our future?
0: Well, yeah, our, our people on the ground are actually talking to to all the to various governments, to various policymakers, to actually to explain to them that actually it is possible to reduce the cost of, uh, of electricity production if actually countries and states adopt this 100% renewable system faster than it was currently planned. So, for example, significant cost reduction can be achieved when you floodload the deployment of renewable, which is mainly wind and solar PV. And you will need to utilize technologies which is needed to balance their inherent impotency, in the such as energy storage and thermal balancing. So in our report, we actually showed that carbon neutral system can provide cheaper electricity compared to the current fossil fuel-based system. So, so really, for us, we are really in communication talks with the the local authorities of our country and if we are not doing so and you would like to hear more we are happy to have a discussion with you
1: absolutely (laughs) well you know wotsila is obviously advocating for action and you know is arguing that governments and power companies need to put these flexible systems in place what else needs to be done to have these systems in place and why are they maybe not already there at the moment
0: well, I think it's also due to the to the mindset, I will say, because I think we need to change the mindset that we need to act now and actually is not something that we need to leave for the future generation. That's why for us, it's a call for action to actually to look at it now. We understand that there's not a single solution that will fill all markets. Actually, what we explained in our report that there are different paths, different technology that can be utilized. And, and for us, the ultimate game is actually that we need to decarbonize energy production now and to take the fullest advantage of the energy resources that we have at hand. So for us, Vatala, we know that this is a big task at hand, and that's why we, we invite all stakeholders, private sectors, policymakers to join hand together to actually to make that change, because alone it can be done. But together, as a team, united, great teamwork, collaboration, we can achieve that net zero.
1: And speaking of collaboration, whatzilla actually participated in the Asian Clean Energy Summit last week. I mean, what were some of the key takeaways? Do you think this teamwork was forefront at the summit?
0: Yeah, I mean, it was a very great summit that we attended. And for me, I can summarize it in three main takeaways that actually we, we, we took back. So the first one, I would like to say that Singapore is very much at the forefront of the energy transition in ASEAN, where they want to build a low-carbon future for Singapore. So really leading by example, that's very great for Singapore to be at the forefront. At the Two, uh, Singapore has made various announcements, uh, for example, talking about the import of renewable energy from its ASEAN neighbours to actually to diversify its supply and to boost energy security. But, however, one can ask, why don't we build our own backup power in Singapore? Why do we need to depend on our neighbors, right? So, for example, we all understand that Singapore is small, is a city country, and there's space country. But perhaps we can explore floating uh, power barges with flexible gas engines that actually can be moved closer to the low center and actually can be moved where there is demand. So that's something that perhaps, you know, we, we could look at. And finally, one of the takeaways that I take from this Asia Clean Energy Summit is that the future grid, to me, to us, will be three main components. Number one, it will be renewable energy. Two, flexible gas. Three, it will be energy storage. So that's for me the future looking forward.
1: I've been speaking with Nicolas Leong, Energy Business Director, North and Southeast Asia at Wardsilla. Thank you so much for joining me and sharing more about the decarbonization of the energy sector.
0: Thank you, Rian. Thank you for having us.
1: This has been Sustainable Singapore. I'm Rian Lovell Boland on Money FM eighty nine point three.
0: To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at MoneyFM893.sg or download the SBH radio app available on Google Play or the App Store.